0: Welcome, everybody, to the podcast dedicated to string music educators and music educators of all creeds straight out of Midland, Texas. This is Human Moments, Strings Attached, hashtag for string heroes. I'm your host, Bo Garza, and we are delighted to bring you our fourth episode. And before we get started, we want to thank our previous uh, guest that we have had, Mrs. Karen Walker McAfee. Uh, former Lee High School Orchestra Director in Midland, Texas, uh, Dr. Blair Williams out of Texas Tech University, and Dr. Jan Garverick from San Antonio, Texas, some really amazing educators. Uh, so, welcome to episode four. Uh, we have an amazing guest with us today, an awesome musician, educator, dear friend, and mentor. Will you please help me welcome to our episode Mr. Brian Coatney? Hey, Brian, how are you?
1: Good. Thanks for having me, man. What a what a list to be part of those th- first three. I'm I'm not worthy to be in their presence. So um, you picked three fantastic people. So it's all downhill for me.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. Always an uphill battle, man. Always, you know. So hey, we'll uh, we'll just get right into it, uh, Brian. And uh, you know, you and I have worked together so many uh years in tech camps and and TMEA things and judging and. And uh, we just wanna get to know you a little bit. So uh, first question, man, is uh, who is Brian Coney?
1: Uh Well, I'm um, born and raised in Texas. I, I grew up in uh, Arlington, Texas, which is part of the Metroplex right smack dab in between Dallas and Fort Worth. Uh, and I come from a family of musicians and educators. So my father taught orchestra for 32 plus years. Um, And my sister is currently an orchestra director in Plano ISD. And then my mom was a violinist. And then uh, she ended up going into the uh, legal world. So, um, But we're all musicians. And um, I've just grown up with it and been around it all my life. And so my parents started me on violin when I was five. And I hated it. So they moved me over (laughs) to cello, uh, which I'm thankful for. (laughs) And so I started playing cello when I was five, um, all the way through high school, of course. And then also in seventh grade, I decided I wanted to be a drum. So I I became a percussionist in seventh grade and all the way through high school, freshman year in college. Um, And then in college, I was a music education major at Northwestern State University, which is in Louisiana, and uh, graduated from there. And I thought at one point, I wanted to be a professional conductor. So I went and got my master's in music and conducting and, uh, at James Madison University in Virginia. Very cool. And I realized that you have to have a really big ego if you want to be a conductor, <laughs> and that is not me. <laughs> um, I didn't want to be that type of person. So I uh, went back to my roots and uh, started teaching orchestra at Klein High School in 2003. Taught there for four years under the amazing Keith Markison, yeah. uh, most of everything I do in my program is because of him and um, the the brilliant mentorship that he gave me is I'm just so thankful for. Uh, so four years with him in Klein and then uh, 2007 Plano Senior High School opened up. Uh, so I applied for it and somehow got it. <laughs> and um, then I was at Plano Senior for 17, no, excuse me, 13 years. Uh, And then just recently, this year, I decided uh, I wanted to join the Wiley ISD orchestra program, which is new. Uh, They've been in existence for three years. And so me and a colleague, Sedaris Slaughter, we decided we uh, wanted to go teach in Wiley. and We're going to continue building the program and hopefully we can get it up to um, a really elite level. So we're really excited and it's been a, a fun challenge. Um, and it's just been great. So it's kind of me, uh anything else you
0: want to know about? <laughs> no, that's amazing. You and you've been I mean you, you've had a really uh busy kind of couple years. I mean, you've you've had uh, a child. Yeah. Yes. And uh-huh. uh and then of course the big move here uh to Wiley and then of course TMEA. Um all the the TMEA president stuff that you've been going and doing and and uh you know with all of this covid and in virtual i'm sure it's been incredibly challenging on your end
1: yeah i was uh i guess what now is three years ago um i was elected as the tmea orchestra vice president division chair
0: yeah
1: um two years in that role um and that was great a lot of work um under normal circumstances and uh yeah. but it, it was a fantastic experience and um, just getting to meet all the people that you get to meet and experience all of the things you get to experience was was just so worth it um, and then I ran for president and somehow I got voted. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, the first orchestra division president to be elected in uh, I believe it was 30 years it's incredible so, um, uh, Kathy Fishburne uh, Amarillo um, she was the last orchestra president to be elected in. So wow. uh, it's a huge honor to be representing the orchestra division in this role. And yeah, like you said, normally we meet as a board four times a year um, and we've been meeting as a board to handle the pandemic and the issues with the pandemic and virtual auditions and virtual convention Yeah. about every Sunday for three months now. So two hours at a time. Wow. So it's tons of discussion. But great discussion uh, yeah. and trying to provide as many opportunities for our Texas musicians that we can and our members as well
0: that 's amazing man i can't i can't even imagine what what you all are having to go through with all of this you know and and i even at our level you know it's it's just really a lot of of you know mental health and and mental prep and physical and You know, it's just been it's been a whole lot for us to handle. But, you know, with people like you guys and and like Michael Stringer and all the all the folks that are on that that committee, I mean, you're you're doing some amazing work for us. And, you know, just out of out of the the people who are in the trenches like like you, I mean, we thank you for that, because that's just a whole lot of stuff. And and I'll be the first person to say that, man, I am not as tech sappy as I should be, but I'm working on it. So, yeah. And getting it so
1: neither of us. We luckily we have some great staff at TMEA like Frank Coachman and yeah. Andrew Denman who are, are just they're unbelievable, yeah, what they're able to accomplish. So, um, uh, awesome. yeah, I don't even know how to push on the start button. But <laughs> I was trying to figure out how to restart my iPhone today and I was like, How what buttons do I have to push? And, <laughs> so, I googled it.
0: <laughs> uh. Well, hey Brian. So, why um, why did you decide to become a music educator, particularly um, a string educator?
1: Yeah, uh, it, it's in my blood, um, I don't think I, I just can't see myself doing anything else. You know, I was my freshman year in college, I was bound and determined not to be a music educator, <laughs> uh, but I was still playing in the orchestra um, under scholarship and. So, I was an undecided major and I was leaning more towards being like an accountant, CPA kind of thing. And then, because I've always been good at math. Yeah. And then, um, (laughs) my first semester, I noticed that on all the social gatherings and stuff like that, I was hanging out with the music majors. And all of the other majors I was hanging out with were really boring. So, (laughs) um, I just decided. I was like, man, this is this is not for me. So, uh, yeah, second semester I I declared music education and just went on from there. So it's it's always been in my blood, and I just I cannot see myself doing anything else.
0: Yeah, that's amazing. Well, just the the moments I've seen you um, teaching and and I'll tell you one of my favorite moments is um, when you all performed at TMEA uh, 1812 Overture, and that was like a unbelievable experience, very, I mean, very religious, because I, I just remember it being all the percussion surround sound, you know, and, and I was sitting with a friend and I thought, you know, this is like, this is the real deal right here. You know, this is, this is somebody who has dedicated, you know, 100% into making the absolute best for kids. And, um, I mean, it was, it was really, I mean, for real, a a religious experience. It was such a cool moment. So... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that means a lot. It yeah. awesome. It was a great concert. The whole concert was amazing, but I just remember that that 1812 section was just unbelievable. So. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah that
1: was a really fun piece to work up.
0: Um,
1: if you ever get a chance to do that conduct it? Do it, man. It is it's an awesome fun yeah. fun piece to conduct. Yeah. That fugue though is is a beast. We're <laughs> 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 a lot of time on that. <laughs>
0: Uh, well, tell me, uh, tell me, Brian, what what has been a high moment in your career, um, whether that's, you know, performances or conducting something or students um, getting great accolades you know something, something high in your year? Anything?
1: Yeah, I would say two things. Uh, the, the first one is the, the honor performances. I, I've been very fortunate to be a Plano senior and fantastic community, fantastic students, very talented students that work hard. Um, so uh, we were able to um, compete and win I guess if you want to say win or place first place in the uh, honor orchestra division full orchestra contest and so and also very fortunate to work with some amazing band directors um, who are dear friends and they believe in the full orchestra process and uh, it was just an awesome experience all the way around yeah. but uh the second time we won we performed uh Tchaikovsky Symphony Number no. 5 the second movement yeah. and I got to conduct that and that's like my one of my favorites yeah, so, absolutely um, and the kids just I mean they it was amazing so there's yeah. one moment that when you have a connection as a conductor like you just have to make one little small gesture and they react to it and they react to it the right way <laughs> uh, and I, it was like this one moment I just did one small gesture and it was just like this change of sound and it, it just almost brought me to tears to where and I'm not very emotional at all most of the time <laughs> but that that moment really did bring me almost to tears and yeah. um, that was a really special moment that I'll, I'll never forget and uh, you know, I always tell the students too that as soon as they graduate, I always forget names and I can't ever, I, they could have graduated last year and they'll come back and visit and I'll go, what year did you graduate? Was it like three years ago? <laughs> I just don't remember those things. But what I tell them is that uh, anytime I perform a piece, what I remember is seeing their faces within that piece. That's how I remember them the most. Yeah. Um, is anytime I hear the piece or perform the piece again or um, anything like that I see that group in front of me yeah. um, and so that's that's what I've always told them so I'm always gonna remember that one and then um, just recently with the TMEA when I was orchestra division vice president uh, we performed or we uh, me and the conductor the conductor and I we uh, programmed the Alpine Symphony you yeah. the symphony Strauss and um, Uh, right of spring and both of them (laughs) I think everybody was looking at me going you guys are stupid and crazy Um, and I was worried I didn't think we could pull it off and um, both concerts just sitting backstage watching the kids hearing the performance and then hearing the audience reaction yes was goosebumps and that was when all of the hard work was worth it right there yeah right then and there so yeah Those two experiences that I, that will always take with me, so, in this career, so, it's been
0: pretty awesome. It's, it's unbelievable to think that, you know, kids can make that kind of impact. I mean, the, the kids that are sitting on those stages, you know, it's, it's a professional group, and they work as a professional group, and they, countless hours, you know, musicians and conductors, and, you know, the people that are behind the scenes, and, um, and I mean, it was incredibly memorable, um, to hear Alpine, you know, with, with yeah. these, you know, 16, 17, 18 year old kids playing, you know, that could probably, you know, be up there with, with any professional recording. Um, right. so, I mean, it was, it's just, like you said, it's just a, an amazing experience with kids.
1: Yeah. If you can get Jung Ho Park, uh, on this podcast, boy, you want to talk about somebody that's uplifting and, um, just an incredible guy, just yeah. amazing. Uh, and everything he does is just warms the heart. So yeah, you should try to get him or, or get him out to do your region, um, concerts. Absolutely. He is incredible.
0: Absolutely. He's that's amazing. Um, so what, I mean, just kind of thinking about all that, Brian, what, uh, what kept you teaching all these years?
1: Uh, I, the relationships with the students, um, they keep me driving, even when they're the most frustrating students in the world. (laughs) And you know, it's, it's so funny every time you think that you're going to have a student that just gets on your nerves every day and and just drives you to that point of insanity. And you're like, Oh, they graduated. I don't have to deal with them anymore. Here comes (laughs) another student They're like, Oh, it's you again. (laughs) So they never leave. Um. but even, even those most difficult students, if, if you develop the right relationship with them, um, it makes it all worth it. And then their little successes, uh, those aha moments when the students don't get something for the longest time and they're never, you just, every day you're walking, I don't ever think they're gonna get this. And then suddenly one day, aha, there it is. Yeah. Um, those moments are what keep me in teaching uh, yeah. to see those light bulbs come on. Um, and to see the impact that these performances have on students and uh, the experience more so that they're part of an orchestra program that they're making music with their friends um, and they're part of a social group that's healthy uh, and that they're um, learning so much more than music just on how to collaborate how to work with other people and uh, yeah. how to maintain good, good relationships even if you disagree with them and I think that's really important in today's <laughs> world. Yes. is you can disagree with them, but you still got to have that respect and yeah. um, to keep the relationship healthy. So Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I would say it's just the aha moments and the relationships with the students and lifelong relationships because I have lots of alumni uh, students and, well, friends. I'll call them friends that um, we still talk today, and it's yeah. awesome to see them making their own families now and yep. the successes in their careers and the doctors that they've become. And they're going to be taking care of me here shortly. So <laughs> fixing all my health problems. Uh, so It's, it's, yeah, it's just, I can just, like I said in the very beginning, I just can't see myself doing
0: anything else. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's funny you say all that because I, I, you know, we've all had those kids who really need orchestra more than, um, more than anything. You know, and and I think even with what's going on today, I think it's harder and harder because we have those kids who really need to to be with us, and they're not with us in some, you know, retrospective virtual learning or what what have you. But um, I think those kids are are they're they're needing and wanting that interaction that we're not able to give so much right now.
1: Yeah. I think that's why teachers are so frustrated right now and and just pulling their hair out. Uh, It's just because they don't have those day-to-day interactions with the students and they can't build those connections with the students like they normally do and that they they feed off of um, and that they enjoy so much with their job. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm fearful of this pandemic in regards of um, not only student retention, but... More so, teacher retention. Sure. I, I'm really worried about there's going to be a mass exodus at the end of the school year, or maybe even the end of the semester, from teachers just because they're they're burned out, they're fed up.
0: Yeah, absolutely. With,
1: with the pandemic and and I don't blame them. I mean, it's mental health right now is more important than anything. So if they're at their wits end, then <laughs> you got to do what you got to do. So I yeah. just hope if they do leave, they come back. They they find out that they can't.
0: They can't live without doing this job. Yeah, so. absolutely. Yeah, I'm, I'm like you, man. I, I don't know what else I could do. I guess I could go work at 7-Eleven or, or wherever, <laughs> but, you know, I, I don't know how to do any of that, so.
1: Um, you be a physical trainer.
0: <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> uh. Well, hey, man, this is uh, my favorite part of the interviews. Uh, this is uh, the, the rapid fire question round. And so uh I'm going to ask you some quick questions and then uh just whatever pops to your your brain, just give me that answer, okay? Uh in 3 2 and 1. Favorite composer.
1: Tchaikovsky.
0: Uh favorite piece.
1: Oh, uh I'm going to say Tchaikovsky Symphony number
0: no. 5. Awesome. Favorite instrument.
1: Uh <laughs> Oh. Yeah cello we'll just say cello
0: uh if you could conduct any professional orchestra which one would you conduct
1: oh this is such a hard one um (laughs) gosh uh yeah honestly the uh what is the new world symphony that the uh orchestra with the college students or young professionals that don't necessarily have a job yet yeah Um, i would love to conduct them just because they're so eager
0: yeah and uh what is your favorite work that you've conducted
1: the, I would say the Chike
0: 5. Chike 5. I did Chike 5 last year um, for UIL Contest, and it was funny because it was the last thing that we got to play together as as our ensemble. And I had this really amazing group and several really incredible soloists, and, and my horn player uh, was just phenomenal. And in our new hall that we have, it's I say new hall, but it's been there for a couple of years. Um, it just kept on ringing and ringing and ringing, and and uh, we we had the the great fortune to work with Ben Zander, um, yeah. Last year, and we got to have him in our orchestra room, and and we got to do Chike Five with him, and it was that was just an unbelievable experience because uh, our kids got to see me learn, you know, on the podium from this master musician conductor. Um, but it was the, the very last thing that I got to conduct with with my group and, and then pandemic, you know, wow. so, but uh, great piece, man. Great piece. Yeah.
1: I got my uh, alumni, uh, Northwestern State, they asked me back last year to um, conduct the orchestra. and That was really cool. That yeah. was, I was very honored to do that. Um, and I got to do track five with them and that was really, we got to do all three movements. We, the only movement we skipped was the third movement, Yeah, um, that was awesome to do.
0: That's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, Hey man, we're, uh, we're at the CODA version of, uh, of this interview. So we're kind of at the end here. Um, but these are probably the, the most, uh, important questions here. So, um, what guidance would you give to your younger self?
1: Uh, most, most important is be patient um, I think in my younger days I would get really frustrated with a lot of things um, and I would be quick to judge or make judgments without listening to why decisions were being made uh, twofold, well the, the patience thing came for teaching uh, I would get so frustrated with students because, and myself because they, in my mind students weren't getting it Fast enough, or they just weren't getting it. Period. Um, and no matter what I tried, I would try different teaching techniques every single time, or I'd try um, to approach it a different way, or and it, it just wasn't working. And then finally, somebody told me, um, you know, that it's they're not professionals. They're not going to get it in one try. They're not going to get it in two tries. Yeah. They may never get it, <laughs> but they might get it that thousand try. Yeah, they might get it. Yep. doesn't mean they'll get it through 1,000 one, one try, <laughs> if I said that right, um, but uh, they just might get it one time. And so once I realized that, and I, I see that in a lot of teachers now, especially young teachers, yeah. they get so frustrated because the students aren't accomplishing what they want them to accomplish, and they don't understand that um, sometimes people just need a night's rest even to for it to sink into the muscles sure. and yeah. sink into the brain. Um, and so get it as good as you can in one day and then tackle it again tomorrow and just keep pushing through and, yeah. but be patient. Yeah. Um, patient was probably the most important thing that I can learn.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and then <laughs> before I, I started taking on leadership positions, uh, with TMEA and, um, some other things that I, I, would always be very quick to judge and um, voice my opinion on why things were the way they were. And, um, I think that got me into some hot water at times uh, <laughs> because people would upset with me. And, um, so I've learned if I don't like something that I need to have conversations with leadership, that is instant. rather than just learning it out there for the whole world to hear. Yeah. And, um, to seek understanding of why things are the way that they are, sure, because yeah, uh, yeah. I'm sure that that conversation has had, been had before. Um, it just, it's just a matter of understanding it, and then based on that understanding, is there a solution to make it better? Yeah, so yeah, that's probably the two things that I would tell my younger self. <laughs> that's great
0: stuff, man. That's great stuff. Um, what, uh, inspiring words would you like to say to students of any program? And if you want to do it in a short three words or less, or just a, a something, you know, uh, not a long, you know, uh, uh, Shakespearean something, but maybe something you could say to, to kids right now.
1: Uh, appropriate one would be stick with it. Uh, three <laughs> words, stick with it. Yep. Just just i know we're in such a difficult time right now um, with everything not only with the pandemic but um, our, our country is divisive right now and everything that's going on and our students need to be the in my mind the example for the adults absolutely because um, i i think students are way better about talking to each other about opinions and talking to each other about differences of opinions I'm accepting other people's differences of opinions too. Yeah. More so than adults. Um, and so keep sticking with it, no matter what you're hearing from um, <laughs>
0: us, us, crazy people out there,
1: but uh, <laughs> just, and, and stick with orchestra, stick with music. Cause we got to have a release. We can't just do academics day in and day out. Cause that's just going to make the mind just go numb and crazy. So Keep orchestra, keep music. Find outlets in your life um, yeah. to to keep you sane. Um, <laughs> more than anything, yeah. Uh, then our motto, if I could say one one thing to inspiring, our motto at, at Wiley and it was at Plano Senior is just "suck less every day." <laughs> <So>. <laughs> there we go. That's that's our goal. That's I our inspiring speech for the day. The goal today is the. To, suck
0: less than we did yesterday (laughs) I love that I love it man (laughs) Uh, well you're you're incredibly awesome and and very uh inspiring and you know I I've looked up to you since I've had the chance to meet with you and and work with you and and it's been really cool to see all the things that you've done and not just for for your school but for kids in in music education um in Texas and really in the nation. I mean, you know, we're talking about ASTA, we're talking about Midwest and those those types of things that you've accomplished and um uh, it just gives a lot of people some really great hope and uh and some and really great inspiration. So, you know, we just thank you for what you do. So,
1: oh, thank you. Yeah, man. And thanks for the invite. Really appreciate yeah, it. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Well, Thank you, Brian Coatney, and uh, you've been listening to Human Moments, Strings Attached, and uh, Brian Coatney, you are most certainly a four-string hero.